0: Welcome back to Lex Perspective, where we talk perspective, purpose, and passion. My name is Lex, and today I am back (laughs) with another monumental story or experience that I'm living through here in the wonderful city of Washington, D.C. It is January 6, 2021. And the last time I spoke with you all, I was anticipating the presidential election, um, sitting on the edge of my seat, awaiting the results. Since then, a lot has happened here in D.C. um, and um, in America. Um, Joe Biden was elected president and Donald Trump has been voted out of office. But today was a very chaotic, disorderly, violent day here in D.C. The Capitol building was breached um, and stampeded and raided by pro-Trump supporters um, who took to the city to stormed the Capitol building, proceeded to go into the Senate floor um, in the offices of congressmen and women, propping their feet on the desks, recording themselves, slinging their Confederate flags around, throwing statues, breaking and vandalizing th- windows and other historic memorabilia. All here in Washington, D.C., just 15 minutes away from where I live, um, I'm a straight path away from the Capitol building. Um, I mentioned it in my last podcast, but I oftentimes walk to the Capitol building just to clear my head and go for a little walk. So it's it's literally walking distance from me. Um, and I actually was woken up this morning to sirens and police cars um, racing down the streets and Hundreds of text messages and DMs from family and friends asking if I was okay. So today has honestly been a very chaotic day here in D.C. Um, they actually issued a curfew, a 6 p.m. curfew. And it's been a lot. Um, I love living in D.C. because there's always something going on. But in moments like this, is honestly pretty scary to um, be in the city and not feeling a sense of protection um, from the, your, the city that you call home. Um, you know, I don't feel protected, especially as a Black woman. I don't feel safe walking around the city when thousands of pro-Trump, right-winged, white supremacist people are marching the streets. Um, this is the third time that they actually have came to D.C. within the past three months. Um, the past two times have resulted in brawls, people getting stabbed. The last time um, pro-Trumpers came to D.C., they burnt down a Black Lives Matter flag in um, Black Lives Matter Plaza. So it's always resulted in chaos and disorder, but never in my wildest dreams would I ever think that the Capitol building would be raided and stampeded. Um, Never would I have ever seen this coming. There's a lot of thoughts going on in my head right now. Um, I don't want to say I'm a, I'm in a spirit of fear because I, I believe in God and I believe that, you know, God gives us a spirit of love, not a spirit of fear. So I'm not necessarily afraid, you know. I mean, there were a few bomb threats and, um, you know, it's not safe to go outside and I don't plan on going outside. But I'm not really afraid um, so much. I'm more so just disturbed, outraged, confused frustrated um with America. And I've been feeling this way for a long time. I feel like most black Americans we feel like this on an everyday basis, but it's in moments like this where you just realize like well don't not necessarily realize, but you're reminded of who America is seeking to protect, who the law and order applies to. I mean, I'm literally studying the law. <laughs> I'm in law school and I think it's funny because as I'm learning the law, I'm also like observing all that's going on in the world and realizing that the same laws that I'm learning are not applied the same to um, different groups of people. You know, um, white Americans can raid a Capitol building and, you know, stampede the hallways, um, busting through windows and literally climbing onto the Senate floor and walk away unscathed with minimal tear gas and no rubber bullets in sight, while Black Americans can't even protest for our own livelihood in the streets. We can't even exercise our First Amendment rights without being tear gassed and gunned down by police. Just six months ago here in D.C., there were protests for um, George Floyd and um protesting, you know, police brutality here in America and there were, you know, the National Guard was on the streets. Like literally there's images of um men in uniform standing in front of the Capitol building, blockading roads off, tear gas, rubber bullets being sprayed, thousands of people being arrested, majority black just 6 months ago in the same city. But today we witnessed confederate flags being swung in a building that is supposed to be representative of all Americans. Just the the taste that it leaves in your mouth is truly disgusting. Um, It's just so disturbing to witness. And it's really ironic because a year ago to this day, I started my internship on the Hill. One of the most remarkable experiences of my life. I'll never forget it. Um, just the opportunity and access that I had as an intern walking the halls of this building that is literally the centerpiece of America. Um, You walk through the halls and there's just history everywhere, um, from the portraits that are hung on the walls, um, the rotunda, the, you know, office buildings that are still preserved in their original state. Um, There's, you know, the room where the dred scott case was was held i mean all of this history in this building um it's also hard to walk through as well because you know just realizing that this whole building was built by slaves So i don't want to romanticize it in that way but at the same time it's still just such a remarkable historic building at the centerpiece of america in the nation's capital um and as an intern it's funny because i actually learned a lot about just safety and protocol like you're taught that as an intern like if there's ever an emergency this is the number you need to call you know call the capitol police um you know if there's ever um any violence that breaks out this is the you know evacuation plan and this is the protocol that you have to follow so learning all of that and you know understanding how guarded this building is like i you literally can't even bring in water into the capitol building guys like i i want to make that clear because i feel like a lot of people don't really know like if you've never been to dc or to any of these government buildings you probably aren't really aware with the safety and protocol but i don't want to make it i want to make it clear that these buildings are not easy to enter like you literally cannot bring a water bottle into the capitol building but today like white Americans raided this building with flags and i am almost positive that some of them were armed i'm almost positive that some of them were armed they had hammers knocking into windows like i just i just want you to sit with that and understand what that symbolizes for our country for me it symbolizes white privilege at its core it screams and reeks of white privilege because you could never in your wildest dreams you can't even you can't even create a visual of black people doing that you can't it's just impossible of black or brown people or muslims raiding a capitol building you could never even conspire such a thought in your head because all you would visualize is bloodshed that's it that's all i that's all i visualize when i think of that so to see this happening right before your eyes. And for me personally, literally being 15, 10, 15 minutes away from it and hearing the sirens and turning on the news and seeing this happen before your eyes and literally watching the police and the security, as Donald Trump would say, stand back and stand by. Literally, that's what they did today. They stood back and stood by and watched these people wreak terror This is not protesting. Let's make it known that this is not protesting. I wouldn't even go to the point of saying rioting. This is terrorism, domestic terrorism.
1: The reason as Claire talked about that these people were so unafraid of the cops who were sparsely distributed through our capital which hasn't been breached since 1812 when it was burned. The reason they could easily and casually with their cameras on film themselves throwing things through the walls of our capital our property going inside the Capitol, sitting in uh, speaker pelosi's office casually take pictures of themselves have that played on fox news they know that they are not in jeopardy because the cops are taking selfies with them walking them down the steps to make sure they're not hurt taking care with their bodies not like they treated freddie gray's body white americans aren't afraid of the cops White Americans are never afraid of the cops, even when they're committing insurrection, even when they're engaged in attempting to occupy our capital to steal the votes of people who look like me, because in their minds, they own this country. They own that capital, They own the cops. The cops work for them. And people like me have no damn right to try to elect a president because we don't get to pick the president. They get to pick the president. They own the president. They own the White House. They own this country. And so when you think you own it, you own the place, you ain't afraid of the police because the police are you and the police reflect back to them. We're with you. You're good. We're not going to hurt you because you're not them. Guarantee you if that was a Black Lives Matter protest in D.C., there would already be people shackled.
0: I don't have anything else to say. I mean, I really wanted to insert that clip um, that was from MSNBC's coverage with correspondent, national correspondent, Joyanne Reed. She so eloquently paralleled the response to the Freddie Gray protest after the murder of Freddie Gray in Baltimore, Maryland, and how it was quite literally a war zone there with police and national guards lining the streets versus today where we see Trump supporters raiding the Capitol building and minimal law enforcement taking place. We can't leave out the element of race when we talk about this. We just can't. And I know whenever we bring up race in general, whether it's in the media or just in casual conversation, people get uncomfortable and they don't want to talk about the race element. It's just politics. No, this isn't just politics. This has everything to do with race because we see these staunch parallels and the only difference is the color of the people's skin. When you look at the way America responds to white violence versus Black quote-unquote violence, because most of the time Black rage is pushed into the category of violence just because Black people are inherently perceived as being violent. That's a whole separate conversation for another day. But when we see these staunch parallels, it's just so blatantly clear that there are two Americas that we are living in black people can't even imagine to conduct themselves in the way that these people did today in the nation's capital it's just it's unimaginable truly so we have to acknowledge the race element we have to have conversations about this in the context of and centering it on the idea that this has everything to do with race and white privilege and nothing else because i can guarantee you and she said it at the end and it cut out but if it was black lives matter protesters the response would have been utterly different and that's not just pulling that out of thin air we saw the response six months ago so we have the parallels to make we have the evidence of how police officers respond to black americans versus white americans so you you can't ignore it and until america grapples with this and deals with its long history and sins of racism, we will be in this boat again. This will happen again. Another Donald Trump will be elected. If we do not, as a nation, mend these deep, deep, deep runes that we have so far neglected, Black people still have not gotten reparations. You know, just thinking about the history of the Capitol building and how it was built by slaves. Black people have still not received reparations. And we're in 2021, and people are swinging Confederate flags in the nation's Capitol building. That says a lot. And the history of books will document it and show it. That as far as we've come, we still have not come that far. When a Confederate flag can be swung in the Capitol building, we have not come that far. And we have a lot of work ahead of us. And we have two weeks left under this administration, but even beyond that point, America has a lot of work ahead. That's all I have for today. Hopefully the next time that you hear from me, I... Um, coming from a place of positivity and less chaos and disorder, but I wanted to document this moment because it's truly, it's truly un unparalleled. Like I, I just am living in history, and I think about it every day. How you know, I'm gonna have these stories to share with my children, and it's insane. But this is America, so that's all i have for y'all today peace and love protect your peace stay positive try to stay off of social media and don't consume too much news and media right now it's a lot especially for my black poc out there please just protect your peace Um, if you're in the dmv area please keep yourself sheltered in place and safe Um, i'm sending love and light to you all and i will be speaking with y'all soon bye now